Lord Jesus, come. Come back in your glory that we might join you in it forever and ever rescued into eternal life. Come, Lord Jesus, return. But if not today, come, Lord Jesus, into this day through the power of your word in the fellowship of the redeemed. Come, Lord Jesus, into this day. Forgive us, renew us, sustain us, and build us up until that day that you come in your glory. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. You won't have to wonder forever. People from time to time will say, I wonder what Jesus looks like. I wonder what Jesus looked like. Uh, The fact of the matter is, we don't know. That's why we have a blank portrait of Jesus up here. We don't know what he looked like. Uh, We don't know what his baby pictures look like. Uh, We don't know what he looked like when he was calling his disciples. We don't know what his face was like there on the cross. We don't know what he looked like when he was raised from the dead. We wonder. And, and it is kind of a wonder that we don't have any real idea of what he looked like. It's not just that he was here so long ago. There are other ancients, people that lived before him, that we do have an idea of what they look like. We know what some of the Caesars look like. We know what Cicero looked like. We know what Aristotle looked like. Some of these ancients, we have busts, we have depictions. We have an idea about what they look like. But we don't know what Jesus looked like. We, we wonder. But we won't have to always wonder. Because there will come a day when we will see Jesus face to face. It says in our gospel lesson today, it says, But in those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken, and they will see the Son of Man. There will come a day when your wonder will turn to wonder. As you see Jesus Face to face. This is not a day that you and I need to fear or to be anxious about. All those who are in Christ, all those who believe in Jesus, all those who have received His love and forgiveness by His grace through faith will be caught up to be with Him in glory forever. Those who have rejected Him in life, those who have turned away to follow the ways of the world, they will be turned away from Him forever and ever. But for you and me and all who are in Christ, that day will be a day of great joy and celebration. This morning as we begin the the Advent season, we want to spend some time imagining what a portrait of Jesus might look like. Uh, Specifically today, I do want you to think about if you were to paint a portrait or construct a portrait of Jesus returning in glory, what kinds of colors would you need to make that picture? You'd have to start, wouldn't you, with a lot of golds, a lot of silvers, a lot of yellows. It says, He will be coming in clouds with great power and glory. 
I don't know if you saw the sunrise this morning. I didn't see it rise, but uh, you think about the most beautiful, the most glorious sunrise with the golds and the yellows and, and maybe there's some reds and, and the beauty of that. When Jesus returns in His glory, it'll be greater than any sunrise that you've ever seen. If you were to paint a portrait of that day when He returns, what would you paint? How would you, what colors would you need? In Matthew, it says that he will come in the glory of his Father. Now, picture this. When Jesus returns in glory, like Isaiah said, he said, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. That's what's going to happen. That the heavens will be opened up and Jesus will come down in glory. And we'll see as we look up to Jesus... We'll see the glory of, of God the Father's kingdom. And we have a description of that. Uh, it says that we're going to need colors like sapphire and emerald and topaz and carnelian and amethyst and pearl. I saw the whole high city, the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. The wall was built of jasper while the city was pure gold. Like clear glass, the foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second was sapphire, the third was agate, the fourth was emerald, the fifth was onyx, the sixth was carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each of the gates made with a single pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. If you were to paint a portrait of what it's going to look like when Jesus comes back again in glory, emerald and, and topaz and carnelian and, and pearl. And if you were to paint that picture, you'd need lots of white. And not just white, but the brightest, the clearest, the purest white, as much snow white as you could find. It says, and he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds and the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. When Jesus comes back again in glory, he's going to raise the dead. And all of those who are in Christ will be caught up to be with him in glory. Those who are living at the time will be changed in a flash and a twinkling of an eye and will be together with the Lord as the angels come to gather us in. When the angels appeared at the resurrection of Jesus, the women went out to the tomb and they saw the angel. And, and you remember that, that it described the angel being dressed in pure white, white as snow. When the angels come with Jesus, we're going to need lots of white, pure white. Like when Jesus was transfigured, Moses and Elijah were there, and it says he, he began to be dazzling in white, whiter than any amount of bleach could ever bring. How would you paint Jesus? What colors would you need if you're going to do a portrait of Jesus as he returned? You'd have to have flesh color. Probably flesh color that's darker than my flesh color. More of a Mediterranean flesh color. Jesus is going to come back truly God and truly man. We will see him as he is, as, as, as he was incarnate. When Jesus had been raised from the dead, it says in Mark chapter 13, it says, 
And they will see the Son of Man. Uh, when they were looking up when Jesus was ascending into heaven, the angel said, This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. There was a time before the birth of Jesus, of the Virgin Mary, that Jesus was pre-incarnate. He was always the second person of the Trinity. He had not yet taken on flesh. But through Mary, Jesus became both truly God and truly man. And in his life, death, and resurrection, he now is forever truly God and truly man. And so when he comes back again in glory, we will see him. As he really is, we wonder now, we won't wonder then. Flesh color, forever the incarnate Son of God. And if you're going to paint this portrait of Jesus, you'll need some pink or maybe red, maybe even dark red. When you paint that portrait of Jesus coming back again in glory, don't forget about the wounds in his hands, in his feet, and in his side. Jesus had been raised from the dead. And he visited the disciples that first day of the resurrection, showed himself. Thomas wasn't there. And Thomas said later, he said, unless I see the, the holes in his hands and in his side, I won't believe. And the next week they were gathered together still in fear. And Jesus said to Thomas, he said, put your finger here and see my hands. And put out your hand and place it into my side. Jesus will forever be the crucified one. Only no longer will those nail holes and that hole in his side uh, be marks of his rejection, marks of his torture. But they'll be ornaments of his love. Or as Charles Spurgeon said, they'll be trophies of his victory. We will look on the wounds of Jesus is the marks of his great love for us forever in glory. We sing about that in, in our hymns. Last hymn we, we sang had that uh, idea in it. We sing and crown him with many crowns. Crown him the Lord of love, behold his hands inside. Rich wounds yet visible above in beauty glorify. I want you to kind of imagine and construct a portrait of, of what you think Jesus will look like when he comes back in glory. All of these beautiful colors, flesh-toned, uh, something for the nail wounds. There's a color you won't need. There's a color you won't see. It's known as Pantone 448C. It's supposed to be the ugliest color in the world. It's supposed to be the unhappiest color in the world. Uh, I, I saw this. They use this color for cigarette cartons in Australia to dissuade people from smoking. <laughs> when he returns, there'll be nothing that's ugly. There'll be nothing that's bitter, nothing that's painful. All of those ugly, terrible things that you and I still experience in this world will be gone. Jesus said, in this world, you will have troubles. You'll have ugly colors, ugly experiences. He said there'll be wars and rumors of wars. There'll be famines. There'll be earthquakes. There'll be trouble in the nation. There'll be trouble in the home. There'll be trouble around. But when He returns, 
There'll be no more Pantone 448C. (laughs) Instead, there'll be lots of orange. (laughs) Does that look orange to you? We had a hard time making that work. Uh, It's the happiest color in the world. At least that's what Frank Sinatra said. (laughs) I don't know what your happy colors might be. I don't know what, what colors bring you joy and excitement. But whatever that is, that's what you'll see when you are with Jesus in His glory when He returns. Our God is good. And we may wonder for a while yet what He looks like, but there will come a day when we'll no longer wonder and we'll be with Him face to face. I want you to focus your hearts and your minds on that hope this Advent season. Uh, As we go and make our way through Christmas, if we really understand these truths properly, we'll wake up on Christmas morning just a little disappointed. Uh, I love Christmas. I probably like Christmas as much or more than anybody. I like the colors, uh, the greens and the reds and the blues. I like all things about Christmas. But every Christmas morning, we should always wake up just a little disappointed, open our eye and say, ah, he didn't come back yet. We'll celebrate Christmas today, but our hope and our confidence continues to be he's coming back to take us home forever. Jesus tells us to keep our eyes on that. That's what the Advent season teaches us. Jesus said, and what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. Let's make sure that as we make our way to Christmas Day and through the rest of our lives, that we don't get too distracted from the baubles and ornaments that the world has to offer, the things and the stuff that that are the trappings of the season and of everyday life, but that our hope and our confidence would always be in Jesus Christ, who one day will come back in glory and we'll see Him. Like Isaiah said, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Amen.